Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up, everybody? It's another episode of Come On, Son, the podcast. And joining me again, my man, Dan Tanner. Y'all done seen Dan, a lot. Dan like four times now. Y'all should know who Dan is. What happened to Dan? Word up. What up, What's Eddie, going man? on, Daddy? Everything's all good. Yo, the BET Hip Hop Awards passed. Sure did. We didn't get an opportunity to talk about it. First and foremost, I want to congratulate Buster Rhymes on his Lifetime Achievement Award. The general. The general. The general. And you know what killed me when Buster said, did you see his acceptance speech? No, I didn't see. I, I saw some of it, but. Okay, there's a part of his acceptance speech, y'all. If y'all didn't see it, you make sure that you check it out. You could Google it. Somebody put it up somewhere. Buster Rhymes acceptance speech. He said, and I know, I'm paraphrasing, I know when I hug y'all, I give y'all real incredibly hard hugs sometimes. Because you know how Buster hug you right. and give you that big backslide. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And love her. <laughs> he says, because I love you, and I want you to know that I love you, and I want you to know that I care about you. And I thought, yo, that's so dope, man. Because yeah, he, I mean, he he owned up to it. He I mean, do that. Listen, you know, Buster's been a real guy from day one. He has not changed. He's been the same guy. Enough props, respect to that guy. He, you know, I'm glad he was able to get his flowers when when recognized every time you turn around he's doing shows he did that show with, with you in um city hall i mean that's city hall and um carnegie, carnegie hall. hall and you know yo shout out to buster the general buster congratulations Rob, buster rounds at carnegie hall was amazing because he he rocked with the orchestra rock with the orchestra he gave split star his props he said split star was his dude Yo. You know, he said he's his best friend. He'd been rocking with Sports Star. He even went through a little bit of his history with leaders of the new school. Yep. And he talked about his children, all uh, six of his children. And he talked about his children and how when he got thrown out of leaders of the new school, which something that I wasn't really clear on. Right. I knew they had broken up, but I did not know that leaders of the new school put him out. I didn't know that either. But when I heard that, I was like... that. I, I know they regret that now. Hell yeah, they regret <laughs> I that I know now. they regret that now. Because I believe it's <laughs> only been one time within the last 10 years that they've performed together. Maybe we should get them together for one music fest. That would be incredible. That would be a tough <laughs> job for Buster, but it would be incredible. But the, they're all on good terms. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we can get them, you know. 
for One on. Music Fest happening in Atlanta in October where I'm curating a stage for the 50th of anniversary of hip hop. As yeah. we get closer to the dates, I'll give you guys more information of it. But that's something that I did not know. I knew that the breakup was initiated on an episode of Young TV Raps with oh, Fat wow. Five Freddy. Didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 there. You can see it because Fab was asking them about their future, and you can see that Brown had like an attitude, Charlie Brown, and he was like, you know, I'm just about to do what's best for Charlie Brown, and then they kind of huddled off in the corner. And I, after that, when they came back and continued to do the show, that was the end of of Lisa New School. I want to say I think I saw that on um, what was that hip hop show that was on on on. on uh, on VH1 when like he had a segment Fat Joe had a segment and they were talking about that I think that's when he kind of broke that story about getting kicked out yeah, yeah. I think that's what that was either BET or VH1 which is incredible because I don't know why we all felt like it was some jealousy there after scenario Buster kind of broke out crazy and everybody was after him a lot for features yeah. so I think there was some jealousy there I mean, I think also because um, Charlie kind of put the group together. I think it was Charlie and um, uh, what was my man name? Milo. Milo, who kind of was the group first, and then they added Buster because Buster wound up moving to Long Island from Brooklyn, and then that's in school when they were battling. He said they became, you know, instead of just battling against each other, they wound up putting the group together. Well, you know, Buster went to school with Jay Z for a period of time too. Yeah. Yeah, so they used to have Brooklyn. the yeah they used to have the battles in the lunchroom. He said mm-hmm. the untold story, the, the untold story, the untold video. God, I wish they had video of some of this stuff back in them days, man. But Buster de- definitely so because that's the way the group was set up with Milo and Charlie Brown, and then later Dinko D, and then Buster Rhymes, that they felt it was cool to, to throw the most gifted lyrical person in that group out of the group. Right. Did you know? Matter of fact, why you talking? Why we talking about Buster? Do you know how Buster got his name? Chuck D. Chuck D. And Chuck there's, D. Because there's a football player that Chuck D got it from. Really? Who's that? It was a football player by the name of Buster Rhymes. Get out of his, his real name. Uh, was his Buster real name Rhymes. was Buster Rhymes. Wow. And Chuck said, because his Buster, whatever his name was before, but Chuck was like, Nah, you can't. That that don't fit who you who you are. And he was like, Yo, you're gonna be Buster Rhymes. Wow. See, things that you don't know about <laughs> hip-hop. This is hip-hop's 50th anniversary, and these stories are the stories that I, I think they need to be told. I know that Chuck was the person that gave Buster yep. his his name, but I didn't know that there's an actual human being. Named Buster Rhymes. Played B-U-S-T-E-R football. B-U-S-T-E-R Rhymes. Yeah. And he just like, well, you bust rhymes, so you're Buster Rhymes. Because anytime you ask him, he will bust the rhyme. <laughs> To this day. And if you didn't know, Buster has a new record out right now called Beach Ball with a, a female artist by the name of Bia. Oh, okay. He's calling it the su- Summer Anthem. He's slated to drop another album. And Buster is with Sylvia Roan again. Oh, she went, he's back at Epic? He's at Epic. Okay. Yeah, he's back at Epic. So he I shouted did... out Sylvia Roan. He shouted out the late, great Chris Lighty. Of course, Mona Scott. Of course, all of Violator. And especially he gave Sylvia Ron a lot of love because she came and got him. And he told a f- hilarious story about how he w- became featured on a lot of people's records. How he used to call. He was cool with receptionists at a lot of studios. So he used to call and see who was in there. And he said he would go and get some weed. And he would come to the studio and act like he was already in there recording. 
and he would light up some weed. He said he already had the weed rolled up, so he light up weed. And by the time he was passing them around, he already was listening to what they was doing and came up with something. And Buster say, yo, he was like, yo, you know, I know they couldn't kick me out because they was smoking my weed. <laughs> yo, he's smart. You gotta, you gotta, he, that's how he yo, got on that, a lot that, of records. That, People listen. be like, yo, jump in there. Say, yo, man, let me get down there and get, let me see that. And he would get on, and then it'd be it's go time. It's go time, man. And once and he then, ripped it, he couldn't. They couldn't, they say couldn't take it off. And then he said he would tell Mona and and um, Chris Lady charge him five for that, charge him ten for that, <laughs> charge him fifteen for that. He said that's how he fed his son, because at that time nobody was going to pay for partial group. Right. There was no show money coming in for him. So hats off to Buster Rhymes, man. Yeah. And Spliff got to be the best wingman, the best hype man. Ever. The best number two. Ever. Ever. I used to say Flavor Flav, but Public Enemy has broken up. Chuck had doing his own thing. It's it's Spliff stuff. They they move seamlessly. Yes. Yes. They move. That's Michael Jordan and Pippen. Yeah. That's Kobe and Shaq. Yeah. Yo, they move seamless. So shout out to you, Spliff. Spliff Star. Yo. And comfortable. And comfortable. Right. He know where he at. Comfortable. And I'll say that again. He's yo. comfortable in his space being next to Buster Rhymes. He doesn't have to be Buster Rhymes. And Spliff had a dope-ass verse on the Mariah Carey record that yep. they did. And he, Spliff just put out a record um not too long ago. That was really good. So, yeah. You know, just times and timing may not have been the right place, but the record's really a good record. Yeah. It's one for us that does. Go get that. Check that one out too. Check out Split Star, man, because Split Star is absolutely a gem. Like mm-hmm. Buster ate Buster without Split Star. Right. Yeah, when Split was sick, when he's going through his little personal thing, Buster shows slow down. He wasn't doing that. But as soon as Split got back together, yo, it's like they ain't skip a beat. Man, he brought M.O.P. out. It, it was crazy, bro. With him and Split. First get, family. Yeah, when they get busy, man, it's 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 amazing. A lot of other stuff happened at that BET Awards with Patti LaBelle doing a tribute to Tina Turner and forgetting some of the words. Patti LaBelle is almost 80 years old. Yo, Patti can't do no wrong. I don't care. I don't, I don't, care, Patti, what she I don't care what y'all say. Patti still can't do nothing wrong. So, No, no and maybe y'all had the words up on the monitor. Big enough for Patty to right. see the words, but she can't do no wrong, man. Yeah. Nobody's dragging Patty LaBelle. That ain't that better happen. not. I'll come get you. <laughs> that's not gonna And happen, I don't even bro. eat the Patty pots. Right. <laughs> but that just ain't gonna happen. Right, bro. you just can't come after you Patty. You can't just come after Patty LaBelle, no matter what mistakes. Patty LaBelle could have karate kicked somebody in the mouth and ain't nothing y'all. It's all right. You're gonna let that go. She's Patty LaBelle. Now, this is what I really want to talk to you about. Let's go. On the red carpet, Bow Wow Stop. At Power 106 in L.A. Shout out to Power 106. Used to be sister station in the Hot 97 when I was there. He said, hip-hop, today's hip-hop is trash. That's what Bow Wow said. Bow Wow's a veteran. You can't take nothing against Bow Wow. We have been talking about Bow Wow for well over 20 years now. Bow Wow is part of this fraternity of hip hop. Yes. Whether you liked his music when he was out or not, he's a staple and a part of hip hop. He's in the frat. He definitely is. Okay, if we had colors and everything, and if we if we stepped, Bow Wow is part of this fraternity of hip hop. Two hundred percent. Right? Two hundred percent. Does Bow Wow have a point? I mean, 
The state of hip hop is in trouble. There has been no number one hip hop records this year yet. I, I, no, I think Gunna is one right now. Gunna went to number one. I think Gunna's new project just went to number one. I think, All right, well, congratulations. To I think Gunna, Gunna, Gunna's a whole other subject. That's right. But I think, yeah, I think his he just put out a project two weeks ago, and I think, yeah, I think he's up. To, if he's not one, he's he's like right there mm-hmm. in route to it. But needless to say, it being June and nothing has reached number one is is half the year has gone by. So it says a lot. We're right close to July. Does Bow Wow have a point? Todd Dollar Sign says, I'm gonna move I'm moving into more dance music. Simba has said the double XL freshman cover has given all his love to these TikTok rappers, that's what he called them, that really have no real skills. Does that do these are young dudes saying it? This is not that's not us, not the triple OGs that's saying this. Does Bawa have a point? I, I believe so. I think I think absolutely he has a point. And he and rightfully so, because he's a staple, his voice means a lot. So if he's saying it, and if he's saying it, because he still lives here in Atlanta. He's talking about the Atlanta artists or the, the Southern artists. I mean, he's got to have some has some validity to it. That's what Bow Wow said. He said J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, and Drake are the saviors of hip-hop right now. He says those are the three lights that are saving hip-hop. I'm waiting for Wale to put out another project. I always thought Wale was dope. You know who Wale is to me? Who's that? Wale's like Fab to me. Fab should have been bigger than he is as an artist. I don't know what it is about Fab that didn't propel Fab. He has the wordplay. He has the records. He has a lot of great stuff that people like and love about Fab, but it's just something that I don't know if Fab didn't do uh, you know, enough things outside of music that it could propelled him, but Wale is kind of like that to me for that generation. Wale. Wale. I really think Wale is dope, man. I just No, I no, I agree with Wale is dope. I would have said Wale if I had to compare Wale to somebody, uh-huh. I'd have said he's my Q, like Q tip. He's more on that side. More of the eccentric side yeah. of things? Yeah, because he got he got the ladies. I mean he ladies love him and he got that yeah. he got that real earthy type of vibe. Like, you know, he's on that side. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I would have I would have I wouldn't have said Fab because his wordplay ain't like Fab's wordplay. No, ain't nobody yeah. wordplay like Fab. But I would have said well, he's Q-tip. Okay. Yeah, well, you you know, that's what we do. We debate. And yeah, I'd say more like Fab because I just see Wale right there and not breaking through. I've watched a lot of cats break through, and I just haven't seen Wale break through to that superstar status that I think he deserves as an artist. He's an artist to me. And I think what Bow Wow was trying to say is there's some artistic stuff that's missing in hip hop. Everything I, is low frequency right now. I agree with that. I think I mean, you know, music is represent representation of the culture, representation of the streets, it's representation of life. Is that true right now? I think it is. Or is because, yeah, the streets imitating hip hop? I think it's still a representation because I think our kids today is living in this microwave era, so everything for them is fast. They becoming artists fast. They becoming, you know, they do records fast. Everything's a minute and a half. They don't have no patience, so they only doing it just to get that minute and a half. They're not trying to do it to get the full longevity of it because they're not looking past that. They only can see. They're looking, it, not looking past two minutes or thirty. They can only seconds. see the quarter mile. Oh wow! Oh wow! But but the low frequency of hip hop, and I think that's why Todd Dollar Sign said. <laughs> 
He's uh, moving more into the dance dance realm, the, mm-hmm. the, the music, the high frequency music to get people up because you see the way people are responding now to Afro beats. Yep. Right? Yep. You see the way people are responding to the music that Bad Bunny is putting out. Yep. You see people responding to the music that Doja Cat is putting out. Those are more... Worldly records. Right, and high-frequency records. They're not this low-frequency, I'm running up on my ops, I'm pulling up on my ops, I got beef with this op, I'm a shoot-and-kill this op, I'm high off of this, I'm high off of that. And then on the other side, every single female comes out, wants to have the success that Nikki has had and Cardi has had and numerous the, the city girls have had. Every All of them have the same subject matter. You know what I found out, and I thought about this, and on the way over here to shoot this podcast, I was sitting in my car, and I'm rolling, and I'm listening to Biz Markey. There is no Biz. There's no Red Man. Remember how much fun we used to have with yeah. them? Nobody's fun. Who's fun, Dan? Who's fun? Uh, you know what? Um... Even Juvie was fun. Yo, Back That Ass Up was that record, but it was a fun record. Who is fun? When you get a chance, go check out my man Armani White on Def Jam. Armani White is dope. Yo, and, and he came from that world, and not because I I work at Def Jam, but, and I keep saying it in the same calls and saying, we need to treat him like Ludacris. He Ludacris is, was, was fun. fun. Like he, he's Because he's not gangster and he's not this. They almost don't know where to put him at, but... It's like, a, I'm like, yo, he's ludicrous. He's Bismarck. He's going right. to tell you some fun stuff. He's, he's going to make you have a good time. And dope at the same time. At the same time. And that's what's missing in hip-hop, that there's nobody out there. And I'm not even going to knock y'all music because get, don't get me wrong, folks. I understand. If anybody young that's watching this podcast, I understand. You should have your own hip-hop stars. Your hip hop stars should not be mine. Correct. You weren't around. You weren't even alive or even thought of with our hip hop stars when Rock Kim and them was doing their thing. You weren't around, okay? When Tupac was around, you weren't around. So you're allowed to love whoever you want to love: Drake, Pusha, Kanye, whoever you want to love, you should love. But there's no fun in that music. Where is the fun? Right. I heard somebody say the low frequency music causes people to sit around in groups of their own people, not meeting other people outside of their people, not the spots you and I go to, right? but the, the, the hookah spots that they go to, and you're enjoying yourself with your people, but you're sitting there watching other people smoke hookah. So right. nobody's up and nobody's moving and nobody's having a good time. But, but yeah, I, I wonder if that's a combination of, of just the music. It's or, a, the music a big part of it. But then, uh, or the fact that every club has changed and got rid of the dance floor and made it all about sections so they can sell the real estate and make the money. So now there's no room to have the fun. You know what I'm saying? So because if there's no dance floor, everybody got to have their own section and they, they're they in a big party in their own world. Right. You and know, so, I'd say, the, you know, I've always said the worst thing that ever happened to clubs is bottle service. I've always said it's the worst. I knew I saw this coming, bro. I saw this. You and I can rattle off clubs in Atlanta, where we're shooting from, clubs in New York, clubs in Houston. We can rattle off clubs and spaces that we used to go to 
where we had a great time and there was always somebody dancing. I used to host live broadcasts on the radio from a club like that called Bobaloo's in New York. Right, but that's what I'm saying. But I don't know if it's yeah. the, I don't know if it's the bottle service or it's just the the, the, the sex because at one point the, the bottles bottle service caused caused the them to make it section. to make sections because remember there was there were VIP sections right. But you still had non-VIP sections where people used to be able to get up and dance. You know, not what? dancing with the people in their section, but dancing with some girl that's beautiful that you saw all the but, way over but, there. But that's the thing I'm saying. So check this out. When we used to go to the tunnel or we used to go to Palladium, if you saw a girl you liked, you definitely walked over to go dance. Do the kids today even go walk over to go dance, or are they just strictly? Uh, what are they doing? Yeah, let me have your number. You beautiful. What's up? Or they talk, and they've made it so I don't really know because I'm not a kid, so I can't tell you exactly what they do. I'm gonna have to ask him. Yeah, uh, ask your son. He's too cool for school. He, okay, I, okay. <laughs> I don't have to ask somebody else. He's different, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy's different. different. That guy's different. So, but yeah, but I wonder because then if that's not the case, then you know. It's like my son. My son is in Tallahassee getting ready to move to Atlanta and live with me. And he's a bartender in Tallahassee. So he sees college, which is totally different. He's going to be in for a culture shock when he gets here. I got to make sure he's at a good bar so we get some good drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell him to hit me up. Okay, we got yeah, to start right. here. We're going to find you the right job. Yeah, right venue. Right, right. right. We're going to hook us all up. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt about that. But, you know, it's just, it's just a totally different thing. But I think that goes back to what we're talking about, the music, and what Bow Wow was saying about hip-hop and what Todd Dollar Sign was saying about hip-hop and what Simba was saying about hip-hop, the low frequency causes people to not really get up and move the way that they used to move. And right. I just think Facts. there's no fun in it. Facts. I, I don't see the fun. Nah. You know, we had, we called Biz Markey the court gesture of hip-hop, and he reveled in it. And then Ludacris came, and then Redman came. Redman's videos were hilarious and ludicrous i feel like a bitch is hanging from my necklace and he had a little right you know he had mini me Luda. hanging from a necklace on his chain i was funny luda was dope and but luda also had rhymes though yeah yo luda could whew. but think about how the progression happened in hip-hop from the simple rhymes of biz Marquee to the more complicated rhymes of superman lover and all of that other stuff that that red man did and then to Ludacris and and beyond it was fun and I mean even if you look at um Humpty Dance and and Joe exactly. Ski Love and 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 so on and so on and my man Skilo uh, I uh, wish uh, I was a little uh, bit taller I wish I was a baller it was fun and I was some uh, Far Side Far Side was fun Far Side was fun she keeps on passing me, me by and all the other records that they had right you know what I mean so there even was a, what you were saying with um. Uh, digital underground, right? right? Do what you like. Da, 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 da. The Humpty Dance. Humpty Dance is amazing. Yep, they were fun, fun groups. Even to a point, as sexual as he was, Luke was a lot of fun. Yes. When me and Dre did back up off me, that's the feel that we were trying to capture. That fun, that fun of the old school type of rhymes. That's why we bit everybody's rhymes throughout the whole song. And the fun video, we trying to capture. The fun element of hip hop because where's that element right now? Who is that coming from? Yeah, I mean, 
It's very important. Maybe we need to. Bow Wow got a point. A very valid, serious point. Because his music was fun. I mean, Chris Cross, Chris Cross, Cross was, fun. was fun. Yeah. Another bad ba- creation was fun. Um, the Brat was fun. Brat was fun. Brat was, congratulations to the Brat, too, on her new baby. Yeah. yeah she had but, the baby? Yeah. Uh, she's, I think, because I know she's off this nation, so she's like. Oh, right, so she almost did. She's like right yeah, Okay, congratulations right there, to the yeah, Brat. Yeah. 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 Um, but the Brat was fun. Brat was a lot of fun. Brat was fun. I introduced, I had Brat perform when I was opening for hip hop and made Jermaine stand there and watch her. That's how Brat got on. Yeah, even her record with the um, B side with Biggie. Yeah. Classic. Come on, record. bro. Even Big, even Big had fun, bro. Yeah, right. Even Big had fun. If you listen to Big singing, play a hater. I mean, he had fun. Within the realm of what he was doing, he had fun. We even, had fun. We had artists that had fun, bro. Even in his gangster rap, t- uh, Storyteller was still, oh, still up, hilarious. It still was funny. Yes. Yeah, and, 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 and the other one, too, when. Um, when the guys was waiting, sitting at the end, wait, wait, in the Range Rover. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so he still had an element of fun to it. Yeah, today's agenda got the suitcase up in the century. Yeah, absolutely, man. Though that music and, and was fun, and I think that somebody young, an Armani White, somebody like that, is going to come through with the right records at the right time, and they're going to make this shit fun again, bro. I think I might take that on. They're going to make this shit, finding somebody like that? No, nah, no. Nah. I think maybe we should just create a space where those young artists can come and just have fun and maybe we'll change their vibration. Maybe yeah. we need to lead them and show well, them, that, definitely like, with it, bro. Show them what that looks like. That there can be an other side of hip-hop and have some success. And have fun. And you don't have to be sliding up on your ops. Right. You don't have... Because that beef is... That beef is getting people killed. Right. This is not jokey joke beef no more. Nah, it's, 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 it's yeah, we gotta take it back to the good times. That's why even with, yo, Diddy's new record might be the summer anthem. Act bad? Act bad. That's a yeah, fun listen, record. Yeah, listen, that record came on when we was in LA at the Capitol party. Uh huh. The whole place went nuts. I was like, oh, he might got one. He got one. He might have one. Good for him. Yeah. No, listen, but it, it'd be crazy. A 50, 55-year-old man had to bring fun back. Who else? I mean, that's, that, that's our point. That's the point of what we're talking about right now, is bringing back the fun. That's what King Combs energy. is supposed to be. King Combs, yeah, he should be. He, I mean, he was he was he he had that single. He was en route. Right, but what happened? It's supposed uh, to be so gotta, yeah, you know what it is? They don't keep going. When they get a little bit of it, they kind of just chill. Like no, in, our, in our day... When you saw a little bit of the light, you ready like I'm gonna kick in this door and I'm gonna shove myself right, that's so far in it, it and you turn it up. But they don't have that energy in them no more. They don't have that. They don't have that hunger. Well, maybe he don't have that hunger because you know. I mean, but still, pops is. But know. pops got the hunger. He he went find another record. Yeah, he sure did. Because <laughs> right after King Combs went number one, he went number one with that single he had. Right, and with then, Bryce and Right now he come right back with a record before his son. Right. So he, sure, he still got the hunger. What do you think of Pop's beef with, with, uh, with Diageo? Diageo just put out a statement, I think, yesterday, saying that they poured $100 million in Ciroc and De Leon. Uh, and they actually said Puff has made over $100 million with mm-hmm. them, with Ciroc and De Leon. And the money that they put in to push De Leon, and there were certain things that Diddy was supposed to do that they say he didn't do. So they're severing ties now. I mean, I, I, 
it might have been a power play. He might want to get. He might maybe he just wanted to get out. So he maybe it's something else. It's been he like got, fifteen years. Yeah, he's maybe he was tired. He's ready. He made enough with them. He's probably figured it all out, and he's probably going to go independent from this point forward. And probably with, get, with something else. No, he probably. I mean, at this Ciroc point, Sirac belongs to them. Deleon and Sirac belongs. To all right, but if he now takes the same ideas, everything he did to push Sirac, and since they still going to have to pay him on that, and put something and, else that he has more of a stake in, right. Right. And build Deleon up as his own, and then somebody well, else come if by. if he did, he would have to buy Deleon from them. So, they own it. Lock, so, stock, and barrel. So when they sever in ties, I'm pretty sure he's going to get a piece? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, well, it's got to work they got, Because they got um, Casamigos. That's, yeah. that, so they don't yeah. need well, they De bought Casamigos from. But I say, so they don't need Deleon. So they may right. let him, that may be the split. And that's why he's feeling that way, because be. they bought Casamigos after he that's started he Deleon. Said. After Deleon happened, he's calling it a race thing. He said after De Leon happened and they all went on De Leon because they had a lot of success with Diddy with Ciroc. Absolutely. A ton of success. Absolutely. With Diddy with Ciroc, right? Diddy is Ciroc. Ciroc would be nothing without Diddy. And he tried to do it again with the tequila and then Casamigos started catching fire. So he's saying they backed off of his stuff and went with the white boy stuff because they bought it. They straight up bought Casamigos. Right. Like gave uh, which we're calling him. What's his name? They gave him a check and bought him out. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, the actor. George Clooney. George Clooney and his partners. Gave them a ton of money. and uh, Worthwhile investment because you can't go nowhere without seeing Casamigos now. Yeah, you ain't lying. You like yeah, it. So. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of somebody else, man, that is, has uh, caught fire, Vanessa Bryant, Kobe Bryant's widow, just sued and won like $1.5 million from somebody that was... Uh, that was trying to sue her and trying to sue Kobe. There's a young lady, Molly something, I can't remember her last name, that was working for Kobe at the time. Kobe invested $6 million in that sports sports armor. What's it called? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, not, um, it's a sports armor drink. drink. Armor, armor something. Armor something, some sports armors. I got some in my refrigerator because my mother-in-law will be drinking it sometimes. What is the name of it, bro? Are oh, you gonna look it up real, real quick? But that's another one that was independent. And then, uh, but when we come back, we'll tell you the name of everything. We gotta take a little break to pay the bills. We'll be back with more. Come outside the podcast. Come outside. When you were a kid, nothing was better than getting invited to a birthday party at Mickey D's. And this June is Grimace's birthday. Happy birthday, Grimace! McDonald's is celebrating by giving Grimace his very own shake. Order Grimace's birthday meal and you get his birthday shake. The Grimace birthday meal is your choice of a Big Mac or 10-piece McNuggets and fries. Don't be late to the party. This deal is for a limited time at participating McDonald's. Kevin Hart is back, baby. Taking a stage in Vegas for reality check. His first stand-up special in three years. It's streaming now on Peacock, and he's clearly at the top of his game. In this epic new hour of comedy, Hart tackles pop culture, being a son and a father, social media, and more with his unfiltered, unapologetic takes. No topic is off limits, from height-enhancing surgery to sign language miscommunications at the gym. The special dropped on his birthday, so as he enters a new chapter, Hart reflects on his life. The ups, the downs, and the totally sideways. Now that he's 43, he's not putting up with any BS, especially his own. 
And no matter how A-list the stories get, he somehow makes them relatable. From messing with LeBron to not knowing what to wear to a BLM protest with T.I. and Ludacris, who, by the way, are in the audience. After the last few years, let's just say we could all use a reality check. Stream the new Kevin Hart special, Reality Check, only on Peacock. This episode of Kibbutz Said, the podcast, is brought to you by Mickey D's. Listen, the realest conversations always happen in the Mickey D's booth. From trending topics on social media to group chat drama to reality show chaos, Mickey D's brings out the convos with friends because Mickey D's is where we could keep it real. All the best nights out end with a bite from Mickey D's as well. A car full of what you want. And the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. Mickey D's is the affordable answer to taking the whole fam to dinner while catching up on the latest conversations with family and friends. Everyone's got their own Mickey D's moments. Go and make more delicious memories. We live and breathe real. Whether you're searching for the latest sneaker, that iconic handbag, a timeless watch, or your next piece of classic jewelry, eBay authenticators are there verifying every detail of your purchase. Yep, we're talking each inch, stitch, tick, facet, and clasp that makes the piece you're searching for worthy of your collection. eBay's authenticators are experts in their craft, true connoisseurs, and as leaders in their fields, they're making sure your items always arrive as authentic as your style. So go ahead. Get that piece you've always wanted and leave it up to the meticulous eyes of an eBay authenticator to make sure that watch moving is original, that glimmer is real gold, that rare sneaker is legit, or that handbag is really made of genuine leather and never get faked over again. In a world full of fakes, it's time to get real with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. Back with more Kibba inside the podcast. Joining me is normal, my man, Dan Tanner. Yes, Boogie yes, Down sure. Bronx is in the building. Yes, now, yes, sure. we were just talking about Kobe and Kobe's widow and her suing a young lady, Molly something that worked for Kobe. So this is what happened. Kobe put $6 million into it. Coca-Cola came and bought it like they did vitamin water. It's called Body Armor. Body Armor. He got, I think, a 10% stake of it, which turned out to be about $400 million windfall for Kobe Bryant. God bless your heart, Kobe's smart move. He right. saw it. Then the young lady that was working with Kobe on that part of it claims Kobe promised her 2%. Kobe said, I did no such thing. Mm. I'm not giving you 2% of my $400 million because right. I never promised it to you. So she sued Kobe. And she made disparaging remarks about Kobe Bryant's family. Mm. And when they were going to the NBA All-Star game, and it was on a, on a plane, she pretty much called his family and everybody on that plane a bunch of uppity lucky niggas. Said his baby had Botox lips when it was born, and Vanessa had the receipts on all of it. Mm. Sued her, and she has to pay Vanessa $1.5 million. So she gets nothing, and she owes... The Bryant family, $1.5 million. She probably should have took out 200000 or whatever he got 
and kept it quiet. But now Co- she in the Kobe hole. said he, well, he wasn't giving it to her. No, I'm saying he said he wasn't giving it a two, whatever, but whatever part of the deal she did get paid for. She was getting paid to be a part of the deal. That's what I'm saying. So whatever that was, she should right. she should have just kept that. But she was suing because she wanted more. Right. So she but now she owes. Yeah, she <laughs> So she would have just kept whatever she was getting. She owes like <laughs> she Bro, speaking of Owen, <laughs> Tasha K owes Cardi B some money, bro. Oh, listen. Just like um, Homegirl owes 50 some money. Yes. Um, what's the rap, uh, the singing chick? Oh, my God. Damn. Not Tina Marie. Tiara Marie. Yeah, Tiara and me. She owed 50 some money. Yeah. And he be trying to collect, too. Like, he need it. He's a dog, bro. He like that. He like, I want that. He owed, 50 owed Rick Ross's first baby mother some money. Right. And he declared bankrupt. He's like, I ain't got it. That nigga's a smart ass. <laughs> he was like, yo, I ain't got, <laughs> it. I ain't got it. Nah, that was under my corporation. <laughs> that corporation went bankrupt. <laughs> this corporation's yeah, so good, man. so you can't get nothing yeah. out of this. Yo, that's that's hilarious. But Tasha K, is, is, Cardi is coming at her, bro. Like she, Speaking of Cardi. What what's up? Cardi and offset? Yeah. What's that? What is that? I think it's yeah. publicity, bro. You think that's what it is? I think Quick so. Bait? Yes. Why will offset put that out there? Yo, my nigga, my wife cheated on me. Ba 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 ba. And then Cardi went on, nigga, get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here, left the message and all right. that. I think that Clickbait. I, I don't I don't understand why people want to air their personal laundry out on social media. Now, I understand if some somebody hears it and puts it out. But I don't understand why the actual Why people, would you say it? Why would you, right. Like, just like the Russell and Kamora, why are you guys putting your own stuff on social media? Whatever whatever TMZ and everybody else find and talk about, let that be that. Right. Don't confirm it. If Cardi was my wife and she cheated on me, I wouldn't tell nobody. That's not something I would want the whole world to know. No. Embarrassing her is going to do what for you? Right. It's going to make it worse. Right. If you're going to slide off, you slide off. Now, he probably thought because he, she, he thought he was evening it up because at one point she had one over him because before when they had the little. He did. Right, but. But his he, shit was confirmed. Right. But he the probably, chick that he did it with confirmed it. But so he, I guess maybe he thought in the hot second that if it was remotely true, maybe now. The women would look at him differently. Oh, he wanted to get the women on right, his side? Right, right. Against Cardi? I, I, I don't know him, so maybe I'm thinking that. Because otherwise, why would you put your... I have had the pleasure of meeting Offset one time and take off one time. They were all together. Yeah, I met Quavo, all. And they were the nicest young men to me. Bro. Absolutely. I, I, I did Very respectful. Own. I met them when we did the Martell and, we, and they signed Quavo. And um, they, you know, we did a... They, great guys. Right. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Take off. Speaking Man. of that, it was great to see them two on stage together. Absolutely. I, I, that touched know, me. Yeah. It looked good, felt good. Keep it up. Yeah. Y'all go back in the studio and make some more music, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure your generation needs you guys. There is, They are, excuse me, I'm going to say they is, which is ignorant as fuck. I hate that. They are one of the most important rap groups of their generation. Because Absolutely. they gave everybody a whole new way, a whole new style, a whole, Absolutely. New, a whole new everything. So big up to the Migos, man. We would love, we know y'all did Unk and Nephew. Do another Migos album, bro. Do yeah. another Migos album, bro. Don't let don't let it end. Keep keep Takeoff's memory and legacy alive, man. Yep. Because he was such a nice dude, yo. Yeah. Such a such a nice dude. 
And come on, man. Let's 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 dance, man. Get us up. Get us yeah. going. Get us popping again, Migos. Come Girl. on, man. Yep. Look at Lexus Stir Fry. Get me popping. That Stir Fry again. record was fire. That Stir Fry record. That, was that was fire. So crazy dope, man. Come yeah. Get us up, man. Cause we yeah. need groups like Migos to get us up. We need that energy. They right. had a lot of energy, man. They had people. That's one of the groups that did have people dancing on. Nah, they definitely. I mean, I mean, not for nothing. I wish Future would go back to uh, 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 the old Future. Yeah. I, yeah, he's standing around Drake too long and making you know that slow music like uh, Future's first album that yo and Magic and all that and same yeah. time yeah his his yo his energy was so fire <laughs> like get back to that Future yeah. like yeah get away from Drake magic. yeah you, yeah go back to you magic. purple yeah yo yeah go get high somewhere uh, Future makes some more of that good uh, yeah music that even make my old ass yeah. want to get up and, and have it. and make people have fun yes. I think that's the that's what we're talking about on this podcast, right. man. Yeah, we want to get back bring the fun back, back to hip hop. To hip hop, it, it is sorely needed, man. We need that fun because y'all gonna mess around, and that Afro beats is gonna consume the market. Yep, you see it right now. You can't get a number one album, right? You so, see it right so, now. So if you're listening to this podcast, come on, son. They'll send us some fun records. Get at us. We want to bring the fun back to hip hop. Yes, sir. Like, send me a fun wreck. Don't send me no. nothing where you sliding up on your ops. If you're a female and you want to send me something that's up tempo and fun, I don't care what you're talking about. Laws is fun. Yeah, let's have some fun. Send it to us, man. EdLoverExperience at gmail.com. There you go. EdLoverExperience at gmail.com. Okay, you know fun now, records. Now I know I'm from New York. Don't send me no boom bap, <laughs> old school hip hop. I love it, but that's not what I'm looking for. I'm gonna rob bass. It takes two. Yeah, give me some up there. Yeah, some yeah, get yeah, Bismarck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Go so, look. Y'all know the samples. You know, Go find them old records and redo the records, man. That's what Amani's doing. That's why I said he's fun. Yeah, go check him out. But also, yeah, where's the new nicest move? Right. Greg Nice made you have fun. Right. Hip hop junkie. Play yeah, the sax. Sax. Never did, but still. <laughs> it was dope. Right. Now, where the fun records at? Come on, y'all. This generation has it in them. Let's raise the energy of music. Let's raise the frequency on the hip hop and let's have people jumping up and down having fun again because y'all are leaving the door wide open for other artists to come through and they're going to take it. And when they take it, don't want nobody want to hear you complaining and crying about it. Right. So yeah, let's get, let's bring the fun back. EdLoverExperience at gmail.com. EdLoverExperience at gmail.com. We got connects in the music business. Word. Don't get us twisted. We got connects. We can get, if you got the right records, we could get you into the right hands. EdLoverExperience at gmail.com. This is something that I shot away from for a long time. I was not listening to people's music because it wasn't good. Right. People say, yo, Ed, I know you know people. And I'm like, hell yeah, I know people. But I'm not going to go out of my way to go and embarrass myself with this terrible music. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, we want, we're about the fun. So bring the fun back. EdLoverExperience at gmail.com. I think that's about it, Danny. Yeah. I think we done said all we can say about this podcast, right? Um, you can talk about um, this weekend, because by the time this comes out, the weekend is going. Yeah, the weekend will be gone. No, no it's coming out, probably come out tomorrow, that's right? That's what I'm saying. So, yes, so, so if you're going to be in New Orleans, mm -hmm. I am 
hosting a stage, the Hulu stage, mm-hmm. at Essence. That is on Friday. Friday. Friday night. The doors open at 7 o'clock. It's at the Superdome. Yep. Um, I'll be there. I'm hosting a stage. The Hulu stage. Hulu stage. And you can watch it on Hulu, too. Yep. Yeah, so um, if you're going to be in New Orleans, holler at me, man. I'm going to be down there. I know D-Nights is doing something down there, Yeah, too. yeah, a yeah, bunch of things. D-Nice. A lot of things happening. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to come out, and I want y'all to come out. Have a good time. Essence Music Festival. Essence Festival of Culture. Excuse me. It's the Essence Festival of Culture presented by Coca-Cola. So Friday night, the Hulu stage at the Dome. I'm hosting Friday night, Hulu stage at the Dome. I'm hosting Essence Festival of Culture. Thank you so much, Essence. We appreciate you. Got nothing but love to you. Thanks, Coca-Cola. Appreciate you. All right, y'all get out of here. Keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. We'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about you next week. Be good if you can't be good. Be careful if you can't be careful. Raise the frequency on the music that you're listening to. And until the next time we ride together, slide together, laugh out loud together, at love of Dan Small, say God bless each and every one of y'all. We'll take care, man. Take care of yourselves, man. We love you more than cook food. Until next time, this is Come On, Son, the podcast. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. We'll talk to you later. Send the music at loverexperience at gmail.com, and I'll see you in New Orleans on Friday. Peace, y'all. Come on, son, son. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. Come on, son, son. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.